Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Newscasting or Fearcasting. Recently, I sat down and listened to a national newscast from a major network. I would not say it was very informative because it was fast-moving and the sound bites did not give much context. The word I would use to describe it would be alarming. It seemed that the cast was intended to alarm me. It presented crisis after crisis in tones of shock that would generate fear. The old line, if it bleeds, it leads, has only grown in intensity. Today we might say, if it shocks, it rocks. Newscasts are big business. They exist not merely to inform, but to entertain. They want your attention. No wonder so many people are full of despair. No wonder so many people are suicidal. If one constantly partakes of a constant diet of this type of fear-mongering, it can't be mentally healthy. Of course, it is wise to be informed, but today we are over-informed with a 24-hour news cycle. And much of the so-called news is more like propaganda, and scary propaganda at that. The Bible says, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Spiritually healthy people focus on the Lord. This world will drive you crazy. What we fill our minds with is key. Jesus is the Prince of Peace, and he provides peace for his people. Do we show it? Where is our focus? The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Proverbs 28.1 The night before Christ's crucifixion, he said to his disciples, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God? Believe also in me. John 14.1 Here is the antidote for a troubled heart, namely to put our faith in Christ. God says there is no peace for the wicked. Isaiah 48.22 and 57.21 Says it twice in Isaiah. But in John 14, 27, Jesus said to his people, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives. They don't have it. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. But in practical... <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> but in practical reality, how does this work out? Paul answers this in Philippians 4, 6 and 7. He says there, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. We deal with a troubled soul through prayer. Every anxious thought is to be brought to God in prayer. Pour it out to God in prayer. Psalm 62.8, Trust in Him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before Him. God is a refuge for us. Selah. Selah, stop and think about this. Stop and soak this in. As we pour out our hearts in prayer, God then fills our hearts with His peace. And notice it says, His supernatural peace will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Prayer affects the mind. It provides soothing for the mind and heart in troublesome times. But Paul doesn't stop there. He goes on, Philippians 4, 8, and 9. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. 
Meditate on these things. The things which you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. And the God of peace will be with you. Philippians 4, 6, and 9 actually present a a short manual on spiritual and mental well-being. On mental health, if you will. There's a definite connection between spiritual well-being and mental well-being. The peace that Paul is describing passes all understanding. We can't comprehend it, but it relates to the heart and mind. It relates to healthy spiritual thinking. Thoughts do matter. How you think and what you think on affects your peace or lack thereof. In verse 8, Paul emphasizes thinking, but then in verse 9, he emphasizes doing. There's a very definite connection between thinking and doing. Fill your mind with wholesome things, things of spiritual well-being. And then you're in a position to do in accordance with Paul's example. Paul is saying, if you apply this package to your life, God's peace and the God of peace will be with you. Pastor Steve Brown wrote, sometimes as a Bible teacher, I feel that God has put me beside a cliff where people dance close to the edge. And I say to them, look, look, if I were you, I wouldn't get too close. I've seen people go over and they always get hurt. Some of them get killed. And they say, Pastor, I really appreciate you telling me that. I didn't realize it was so dangerous. And then they jump. And then they jump. God's truth only works if we apply it. Proverbs 4.23, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Lord, we thank you that you're the God of peace, the God of all peace. The world is searching. Uh, Really, they're not searching for you, but they're trying to find something that will satisfy them, something that will give some measure of peace. But Lord, it's elusive. They can't find it. It's only found in Jesus Christ, who alone is the Prince of Peace. And Lord, uh, in this troublesome world, we thank you that uh, uh, you left us your peace. And I pray that that would be our testimony to a watching world, the peace of God that passes all understanding. Lord, may you guard our hearts and minds today as we set our minds on things above and not on things on the earth. And I pray in Christ's name, amen.